Hi, Penny. Um, hey, I'm so tired, so if I jump around, I'm so sorry. Um, but I was reading this thing that you sent me on the trauma bond, uh, and I just have had chills down my spine this whole time. I just, oh my God, it's just eerie. Um, this, for a lot of reasons, because the codependent thing has been like not sitting well with me completely. And I noticed you haven't really said that, you know, it seems like maybe you might not think I'm codependent. I don't know why, but I got that feeling and I thought, okay, I wonder what, uh, you know, what she might think is going on. And, Cause I just felt sort of like the codependent thing feels derogatory and the other therapist was using it a lot. And I felt like shamed almost, I don't know. It just wasn't a good feeling. Um, but reading this article, so, so yeah, I appreciate this right now. I guess I really needed to see this right now. Um, that the victim falls in love and invests in the false mask and abuser portrays and really the true self. It is only when they are invested in the relationship that the mask begins to slip and the terror begins. Honest to God, when I read that line, I have like a, uh, uh, just chills kind of thing that's one of the reasons I thought let me just record this like a audio diary rather than typing it out because I'm too tired to type right now and also I can't I don't know how to type a <laughs> kind of chill thing I mean none of this is funny but I have to laugh or I'll cry um but that that line there the terror begins it really sends chills and I feel it like in my chest like a tingling sensation in my you know, heart chakra area, <laughs> that area, um, which like is telling me I should be paying attention to what I'm feeling at the moment. So it's just creepy because it really did. The terror did begin. It's been, he has terrorized me and it's like, he diminishes it so very much. It's so mean and it makes me mad. I just, I don't know what to do about it, but but the part about it takes a great deal of professional support, validation, and resources in order for victims to detach from their abusers and begin to heal. It's like, and I've been surrounded with that, but uh, yeah, wow. The whole thing, I'm going through the beginning of it, and I'm like... Um, the, the abuser first idealizes the victim, which my idolizes, I'm sorry, the victim. Uh, I'm thinking to myself, going back through my relationships, going with him, my relationship with him, and going, oh my God, in the beginning, oh, the sun rose and set on me, you know what I mean? It was just, oh my God, I, I'd never, you know, felt like that before, so smitten, you know? <laughs> and it just, he was almost too good to be true at that age the things he would do for me and stuff and then after we finally had sex for the first time after a few times of that he started to get bored with me sort of and I was like addicted already <laughs> I was like hooked um, so I'm thinking to myself there's that phase and then begins to test and push the boundaries of the victim once he or she has already been conned into a sham of a relationship. So by the time him and I were into the relationship and the 
he still kind of did idolize me. Uh, idealize. I, I'm so tired. I can't even talk or read right right now. But I'm just trying to tell you because it's really struck me right now and makes me. No, Ruby. Shh, shh, shh. Um. But uh, yeah, he, he would do weird things to me when we were dating, like. Um, just like one time I was at his house in the kitchen and we were in this still like kind of the beginning phases all over each other and stuff but uh he was making something on the stove and like the underside of my arm is like a catfish belly it's so white <laughs> um and that's what I call it like the catfish belly it's so soft right on the underside of my uh forearm and I didn't even know it was coming and he reached over with the corner of a hot metal spatula and just stuck it on there right on that tender area of my arm on the underside and like I had like a triangular scar <laughs> burn there for like a long time I'd have to look for it I don't think it's there anymore but uh it hurts so bad and he it was just like he's like oh you know I don't know he just thought it would be funny to just you know I guess he just thought it was funny I couldn't really I can't really I don't know why he did. I don't. I can't figure that part out. But I don't know why I was okay with that, <laughs> uh, truthfully. But there was that, and then there were things like he had this little pepper plant with these little tiny um, peppers, and they were something like so incredibly hot. And I didn't eat hot stuff. I didn't like it. And I was a baby about it. And um, and then he'd be like, hey, you know, try this. This is like a Brazilian sugar pepper. It's the sweetest thing that they say. It's like, oh, better than fruit. It's so good. And I took a bite. And, oh, my God, it burned my mouth so bad. And it was terrible. And he, he got the biggest kick out of it. And then I would laugh because he was laughing. And it just seemed like, I guess, he that there's the boundary testing. You know, like, how far can I push her? Like, what will she believe? What can I get away with? And so I'm like, oh my God, this is so creepy and just like, I don't know what to say, <laughs> but the phases, you know, um, and yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know how bad it was until I saw his true colors. And it's like, it's weird because I've been praying before, uh, for a long time now I just feel like he's been cheating on me and I do right now too and I just don't like it it just kills me inside but um <sighs> but then again after everything I've been through I don't know whether I can trust my own intuition or not anymore so uh I just lost my train of thought because I'm getting so sleepy but yeah, I think you kind of get the hint that I'm like seeing that this is all very eerily similar to my life. And yet I still don't want to admit it to myself. I don't know what it is. I just keep, I, I got, I, I have so much to tell you because I got so hurt by, you know, just one little comment, a couple little comments tonight. And I'm like, oh God, because I, I went over to see his dad. He's home. They discharged him. I don't think he's going to be around much longer. He was not good um, at all, and that's a whole other story, but I went over there because I did want to be with him a little bit, and um, 
he was really happy to see me. He was smiling really big, and it was nice to see him smiling like that. But he was in and out. He couldn't really stay awake, and I don't think he's going to make it to the end of the week. But I could be surprised. He could surprise us, but we'll see. Um, so, yeah, uh, just I guess I'll... Um, I'll fill you in later. This is probably like a good session itself, I think. I don't know how long this is now. I didn't mean for it to be that long, but this whole article really struck me in so many ways, and I have to find a way now to accept what it is. I'm still hoping that he's going to be like miraculously changed, thinking, oh, this is, you know, maybe this will open his heart chakra and he'll be a loving, <laughs> decent human being for a little while or for the rest of our lives. Like, Changed, but I don't think so. He's so mean. He's just so mean. Oh my god, I can't even stand it. So anyway, I'm gonna try to get some sleep, I guess. And uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, and thanks for this stuff, Penny. I really appreciate you. I really, really do. I think you're awesome, and uh, this made me feel better. It's opening my eyes to things. So, all right, you have a good day.